Hi, Catherine Walters, guidedchange.com, and welcome, welcome, welcome to Magical Guidance with Catherine. This is episode two of the podcast, Magical Guidance with Catherine, and in these podcasts, I'll be sharing tips, tools, and ways of being that will help you create more magic, ease, flow, and wonder in your life. I'm Catherine, a channel, intuitive, energy healer, seashell shaman, hypnotherapist, empath, and spiritual guide. Through my many divine friends that channel through me, I share practical perspectives, insights, and tips from the magical world of spirit to each of you. I'm so glad you're here. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So let's begin episode two. And in the first one, we talked about asking magical questions. And in this one, my divine friends guided me to talk about the magical inner child. Now, you may not even realize that you actually have a magical inner child. But Lucia Cappuccioni is um, an, an artist and author who has worked with the magical inner child for many years. And she divided them up into the magical inner child into three aspects. One is the playful inner child. The next is the creative inner child. And the third is the spiritual. And you can see when you put those three together, you've got magic. It is special. So, and think about children. And I used to be a children's librarian. I'm really blessed to be do that. In the sense that I was able to stay and remain connected to my magical inner child. And of course, be around children who live in the world of magic and pretend and make believe. That is their life. And so they make up games and they have a super cape or stealth sneakers or they wear giant uh, glasses even though they don't wear glasses and they, they pretend that they're a detective or uh, an astronomer or whatever. They're just always in that sense of, of, of that, that things are possible and that's magical. So what happens to us as through our programming and also just like life as we age, you know, we're in school and then, you know, children are in a lot of sports and other events. So their time is very busy and structured. And so we have less time to actually connect with and focus on, you know, playing and being creative and, you know, connecting to spirit around us and in us. And we, we just, over time, we start to lose that connection. Now, hopefully it isn't completely lost, but it does definitely get weaker. And then over time, of course, it's like when we, when we take out that joy and that wonder and marvel and spontaneity in our lives, then what happens to us? Well, our world becomes gray and gloomy and it isn't very much fun and it's dreary and it, it's, it takes so much effort to, to like get excited about things and it's blah. And that's not the way the divine created our lives for us, you know, wanted us to create our lives. They want us to have fun and joy and, and magic in our lives. So 
And I'm not saying that as adults, we completely lose it because we don't. Um, and some of us are better at others. I mean, artists, of course, whether they're musicians or playwrights or whatever, they're going to be connected to their inner child. Um, when you, if you dance or you play with your, like maybe you have children or grandchildren or work with children. So of course there you have the opportunity to remain connected to your inner child, especially if you allow that child to play. And as I, when you play with, with children, you notice that you know they color for a while and they don't finish the page, they just get up and leave. They know they're done, they're done. And so you get to take that with you because that's showing us that sometimes in our own lives, in our practical world, we are finished with something even though we haven't completely officially completed it. So the magical inner child can show us that. And think about if you've ever visited a theme park like Walt Disney World or um, Disneyland or any of the others. And I know I used to work at Epcot Center, so I'm really familiar with how you could see how people just like whatever age, they were almost all happy at Disney World, and not for the lines or anything like that. But but there was a magic when they went, you know, the an excitement and enthusiasm, a thrill about riding Space Mountain or some other you know attraction or learning something new. I mean, they that part of them was stimulated again. That was their inner child. And their inner magical child because there is magic and so it's just infused in the air and that helps us with that that whole basically the whole world you know is a set there and just as our real world is only it's easier to see in one that's manufactured that the magic is there so what can we do to reconnect with our own magical inner child and in, invite and consciously intend to have more magic in our lives. Well, the divine came up with several steps for you that you can put into practice. You don't have to do all of them. You don't have to do them in any particular order. Although maybe sometimes one or two might be better <laughs> in the beginning, but I'll let that up to you. Um, but the first one, which they've already alluded to is intention. It's intending to connect to your magical inner child because they have a wealth of joy, magic to share with you. So when we, when we do intend to focus, to take some time to allow ourselves to be spontaneous, to be silly and goofy and have fun, then that will invite our, um, give our, our inner child permission to come out and play with us. And we start to open to the magic. So simply intending that you want to open to the magic around you. And reviewing last week, the first episode is, of course, asking magical questions. But in this case, it might be something like, how can I connect more with my inner magical child? How can I use... Um, my imagination more in a project or how can I just use my imagine more, imagination more in my life? What would it feel like? What would it look like for me if I thought about this or imagined my dream home or my dream car? I mean, that's, you know, using imagination. 
What would I like to play might be another one. How can I have more magic and fun today? What can I do just out of the blue? And those kinds of questions will, of course, bring on the magic. A third thing that you can do to invite your inner magical child to play is to give yourself permission to play or create or connect with spirit. So as I mentioned, it's like, you know, be silly, be goofy. When you're playing with your children or your grandchildren, um, and you're coloring or, or doing doing some sort of art project or whatever, you know, allow yourself to color out of the lines or be silly, be goofy, funny. What you know, take the take the example from them and just just jump right in with them and have fun with no pressure don't you don't have to be perfect with the whatever you're creating you don't even have to finish it as i mentioned before just allow yourself just give yourself permission to create and play and this will this will you're, then trust me, your inner magical child will get the message as you do this and they'll just step right in and, and, and do it. Another way to connect to the magical inner child is to go on adventures. They love new things. They love going new places and, and experiencing new things they've never done before. Like, you know, take, going on a, a, a little mini trip or even a, a staycation at, a, around where you live and going to museums or places that you've never been to before or a new park. Uh, anything like that, a new restaurant, just different types of adventures. And of course, the next would be, um, next tip is to, to adventure out into nature. Um, nature is so awe-inspiring. There's just so many marvels and magical things in nature from, you know, something like the Grand Canyon or a beautiful waterfall, watching the ocean waves, it's, it is magical and you're playing, drawing, making a sandcastle on the beach or just drawing, writing your name in the sand, picking up seashells. All of those things are magical and playful. So there's any way you can connect with nature. And that also includes, um, you know, our playing with animals because you know, they're part of nature. And with nature and adventures, we're connecting also with a spiritual child and we see the beauty around us and the magnificence of the grandeur of, of a mountain range or a panoramic view that you have and you can looks like you can see for miles and miles. These are all ways of connecting to that magical inner child. Another way is with our words. And by that, I mean, it's like, you know, coming back to where I you know, say how children use super sneakers or um, awesome, magnificent, fantastic, fabulous. One of my favorites is fantabulous. So it's, it's coming up to where we can allow whatever and open up to like, instead of it, our world, our like we have this, what we think is an ordinary world, but when we can allow and allow ourselves to connect to the magic, we're 
actually bringing the extraordinary, what's outside, what's, what is unseen. We're bringing the extraordinary into our regular, ordinary world. And that they blend and you realize that actually the whole world is extraordinary. And you can live in that, choose to live in that world, that magical world all the time, if you like, takes practice. So that's where some of these tips from the inner magical child will help. And so my wish and my hope for you is that every day you allow yourself to see something that's magical, that brings a sense of awe, wonder, joy, spontaneity, serendipity, passion, sweetness, just Make that a part of your everyday life and you will experience more fun and more joy in your life. Until we meet again, I am sending you love and blessings and wishing you magical hugs and kisses. Namaste. <laughs>